بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم کنٹینیو وت دی ملفوظات اف حضرت مولانا شاہ کی موت اختر صاحب رحمۃ اللہ علیہ استو کمپائلر رائٹ سی دیٹ حضرت والا اشراق کی نماز پڑھ کر تلاوت فرما رہے تھے اور یہ ایت رو کر پڑھی سو افٹر اشراق حضرت واز انگیج ان تلاوت then he came to this ayat and crying he recited this ayat qul ya ibadiyal ladina asrafu ala anfusihim la taqnatu min rahmatillah innallaha yaghfiru adh-dhunuba jami'a innahu huwal ghafurur rahim wa anibu ila rabbikum then he continued till the rest of the ayat pirishat farmaya then he turned to those who were present there he said to them ki ye ayat aapne hazar baar padhi You probably read this ayat maybe a thousand times. Maybe over time. Lekin is waqt Allah ne iski tilawat me ek khas lutf ata farmaya. That though this ayat might have been decided a thousand times on this occasion there was a very special feeling in reciting this ayat. Allah Taala granted something very special. میرے شیخ فرمایا کرتے تھے کہ قرآن کی ایک ایک آیت میں علوم کے سمندر بھرے ہوئے لیکن پردے پرے ہوئے ہیں جب میاں چاہتے ہیں پردہ ہٹا دیتے ہیں اور معنی ظاہر فرماتے ہیں شیخ حضرت شیخ پلپوری رحمۃ اللہ علیہ دیٹ ان ایوری آیت آف دا قرآن شریف دے از این اوشن آف نالج بٹ اٹ از ویلڈ اللہ تعالیٰ اللہ تعالیٰ موز دیٹ ویل فو ہی وشز and he makes it apparent to him haq taala ne is ayat mein farmaya ya ibadi allah taala has addressed his servants ya ibadi haq taala ya ibadi bhi farma sakte the ae nabi bando se keh do ye un ya ye unwan bhi farma sakte the ya ibadina hamare bando se keh do lekin quran mein jahan jahan khas shaan e rehmat aur taluq ka zuhoor hua وہاں یا متکلم کو استعمال فرمایا ہے جیسے کعبہ کو بیتی فرمایا اور بندوں کو اپنے خاص تعلق کے اظہار کے لیے سبحان ربی العلی فرمایا کہلایا ربن العلی کی تعلیم نہیں دی سو دس از فرام دا گرامیٹیکل کنسٹرکشن آف اٹ یا عبادی یا عبادی ان دا اینڈ از دیٹ یا دیٹ یا از فور ایکسیبیوشن ٹو ون سیلف لائک اے پرسن سیز قلمی تو قلم از پین قلمی مائی پین سو اللہ تعالیٰ کو رب جس یا عباد او سرونس او اور سرونس یا عبادینا مینی پلیسز دا پلورل از آلسو یوزڈ بٹ ان مینی پلیسز دا قرآن شریف ویدر از اے ویری اسپیشل رحمت دیٹ از بینگ گرانٹڈ اور سم تھنگ ٹو ڈو وتھ سم تھنگ ویری اسپیشل رحمت بینگ ایسوشیٹیڈ ود اٹ in all such places you'll find that that is expressed with this singular attribution to allah taala like for example in regard to the kaaba sharif allah taala says wa tahhir baiti my house purify my house the very special rahmat of the kaaba sharif so here allah taala attributes it directly to himself in salah also we have been taught subhana rabbiyal aala that rabbi So that too is now a very special moment of rahmat. 
We haven't been asked there to decide Rabbina. But at other places Rabbana comes. But here it's Rabbi. So likewise, isi tarah ya ibadi farmakar bando ko khush khabri de di. Ke nabi mere in bando se farma dijiye jo musrif ala nafs hai, yani gunhgar hai, ke tum log meri rahmat se mayus na ho. So here in this ayat Allah Ta'ala mentioned it in this manner and he has given this instruction to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that inform my servants who have transgressed their souls that they should not become despondent of my mercy. So here there is a very special mercy coming in. Ya ibadi that is now indicating towards us. Dekhiya abhi ayat nazil ho rahi hai aur musrifin ala nafs se khitab ho raha hai. जिन्होंने अभी तोबा भी नहीं की अभी पाक साफ भी नहीं हुए लेकिन उनकी रहमत देखो कि इबादी फरमाकर गुनहगारों के साथ भी अपना ताल्लुक जाहिर फरमा रहे हैं दिस आयत सेज दैट अल्लाह ताला इज एक्चुअली इनवाइटिंग द सिनर्स टू कम बैक टू हिम सो राइट नाउ दे आर स्टिल नॉट येट दे हैव नॉट येट मेड तोबा दे आर स्टिल इन दैट फिल्थ ऑफ सिन and they are being told look don't lose hope you come back make toba so despite the fact that at that moment in time they are still in that filth and dirt of sin allah taala still attributes them to himself that they are my servants though whatever they are they are my servants lekin unki rehmat dekho ke ibadi farma kar gunahgaron ke sath bhi apna taluq zahir farma rahe ke mere gunahgar bando आइन गुना की हालत में भी मेरे ही हो अगरचे नालायक हो डिस्पाइट द फैक्ट दैट यू आर इन्वॉल्व इन दिस रॉन्ग यू आर स्टिल माइंड दो यू आर डिसोबीडियंट बिट यू स्टिल माइंड आइन गुनाह में भी हम तुमसे मोहब्बत रखते हैं दो यू आर वट यू हैव बिकम बट अल्लाह तला स्टिल शोइंग हिज लव ये नहीं फरमाया कि ए मुशरफीन आलन नफ्स अभी तो तुम नफ्स व शैतान के हो जब तोबा करके मेरे बन जाना तो मेरी रहमत से ना उम्मीद न होना लेकिन उनकी रहमत पर कितनी जाने कुर्बान करे कि हमने गुनाह करके इनसे अपना रिश्ता काट दिया लेकिन अल्लाह ताला ने इस हालत में भी अपने ताल्लुक और नस्बत को हमसे कता नहीं फरमाया और इबादी फरमाकर ये बशारत दे दी कि ए बंदो तुम अगरचे मुस्तफ अल नफ्स हो नालायक हो लेकिन मेरे हो सो डिस्पाइट द फैक्ट दैट दैट पर्सन इज इन्वॉल्व इन सन हाउ कैन बी एवर एक्सप्रेस अवर ग्रेटिट्यूड टू अल्लाह तलावर लाइफ बी सेक्रीफाइस फॉर हिम दैट दो वी कट अवर कोनेक्शन फ्रॉम अल्लाह तला बाई सनिंग in that condition to allah tala saying you cut the connection but i have maintained it you are still mine i have not yet cut you off so you now make toba and come back jis waqt tum gunah karte ho aur hame bhool jate ho us waqt bhi tumse mohabbat rakhte hai aur tumse apna taluq nahi todte lihaza tum meri rehmat se mayus na ho even while allah tala so to say saying to us while you are involved in the wrong i still have not cut you off i have still not taken you out of the circle of my mohabbat though you are disobedient right now so therefore 
do not become despondent and come back to me. Tunyavi Hawadis se Parishani ka sabab is another malfuz. Hyderabad se Rawangi se Tabal kuch ahbab jama ho gaye the. Hazrat gone to Hyderabad. So before he returned, probably that morning or the day when he was returning, so several people had gathered. Us waqt farmaya ke bari dolat ke samne choti dolat ka ehsas nahi hota. So they addressed the gathering and said that when somebody has something very some very big amount of wealth, then at that time some small wealth also that he possesses, he doesn't even uh, he's, doesn't even consider that anything much. He doesn't feel much about that. Masalan kisi ke paas ek lakh rupiah hai, agar dus bees rupee gum ho jaye, to us nuksan se parishan na hoga. So let's say for example a person has got a hundred thousand rupees, which rands, he's got hundred thousand rands, and something happened and 20 rands got lost. He's got 100,000 rands with him. 20, 30 rands got lost. He doesn't get affected by that much. It doesn't really matter to him much. He doesn't get concerned by it too much. The reason is obvious that he's got 100,000 out of that 25, 30,000, 30 rands got lost. How is that going to affect him? Isi tarah jin logo ko ye yakin aagaya aur mahsus hone laga اللہ ہمارے ساتھ ہے پھر اگر کسی وجہ سے دنیا کا کچھ نقصان ہو جاتا ہے تو ان کو کوئی خاص پریشانی نہیں ہوتی so likewise those who have this full yaqeen and conviction that my Allah is with me and he has Allah with him he has this yaqeen and conviction so now when he has this full conviction, yaqeen and this consciousness that my Allah is with me I have Allah with me, then if there's some worldly loss, some material loss, he doesn't get very perturbed by it. Human nature, he feels something a little bit, but it doesn't overwhelm him. It doesn't become a very big problem for him. Because because due to the wealth of having that taluk with Allah Ta'ala in the heart, then the whole world is like nothing compared to it. So now when the person has some very big wealth, that small wealth, if that something happens to it, it doesn't matter much to him. But his heart is focused towards this priceless wealth that Allah Ta'ala has given him, the taluk with Allah Ta'ala. So the material loss of this dunya is not even compared to one copper to this priceless wealth. So he doesn't get too perturbed by all this. Lekin agar dolat ka ehsas nahi hota, to chote chote hawadi se admi parishan ho jata hai. But if he's not aware of the wealth he has, he has that wealth, but he's not aware of it. He's not conscious of it. He's forgotten that I have this wealth with me. So now when he has forgotten that, he's not conscious of it, then every small little thing, now he's got that hundred thousand, but he forgot about it. He's got no idea that he's got it. So now every one rand that gets lost, he gets very, very concerned about it. That now I had 20 rands and one rand went away. Whereas he's got the other 100,000, he forgot about it. He doesn't know about it. But when he was aware of it, that 25, 30, 50, 100 rand also didn't hurt him in any way, meaning that take away his sleep and make him restless. 
he just took it in stride and carried on. So when this ihsas and this consciousness is not there anymore or it's lost, then every small thing makes a small thing makes a person very parishan. He makes very very perturbed and worried. Masalan agar aap apne bete ke naam khufiya das hazar rupay jama kara de aur usse khabar nahi ke mere paas kya dolat hai. For example, a person has sent his son 10,000 rupees, 10,000 rands, but he sent it into his account or whatever, or he sent it with somebody, and that person when I left it somewhere where he doesn't even realize that this person came and this money has reached and it's now kept aside for me. The money is there, the 10,000 is there. It's already his, but he is not aware that this 10,000 has reached me. Now he had just a little bit left in his pocket. Now his 10 rupees got lost. So bad hawas ho jayega. Now here only 20 rupees, he's going to pull the month and they still have the month left and the 10 rupees were lost. Now his whole mind is lost also. Now how am I going to get across and get the work done? How am I going to meet my expenses? Lekin agar usko is dolat ka ilm hota, to kabhi pareshan na hota. But supposing he was aware that this 10,000 has arrived. And now I have this 10,000 at my disposal then this 10 rupees wouldn't have really bothered him as such. That he would have felt now this got lost, so it would have maybe just uh, some slight thought would have come in the heart, but then he would have not taken much effect from, effect from it. He says that Allah is with us, he is not with us, until any of the sahibs of Allah is with us, the effort of the so likewise I am saying that this consciousness, Allah Ta'ala is with us and to be conscious of this wealth that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us. He says this doesn't come alive in the heart, it doesn't wake up so to say, this consciousness doesn't come to life until a person has not taken the guidance of a muslih, of some guide and somebody who is connected to Allah Ta'ala and in his guidance, engaged in zikr, mujahada, until that has not happened over time, this reality doesn't dawn to the heart. It's there, but the heart is oblivious of it. Allah wale ki sohbat se jab haq ta'ala ki ma'iyyate khasa ka inkishaf qalb par hota hai, to sari kainat nigah se gir jati hai. But with the barakat of the sohbat of Ahlullah, when Allah ta'ala's special closeness becomes obvious to the person. Allah Ta'ala's special closeness becomes uh, opened out to him, onto his heart, then the whole world, the value of the whole world just falls out of his sight. The whole world then means nothing to him. All his desires that I want this and I want that and he wants to try and aspire for all the worldly material things and the never-ending desires of dunya, now when this consciousness comes alive in his heart, then all these things just fade away. And all these things seem worthless to him. Or in taqazo par amal na karke, unko paamal karne ka nuksaan chota aur behaqeeqat nazar aata hai. Now all these big, big desires he had of chasing after dunya and what not, now when this opened out on his heart, so he just tramples all that and feels nothing about it. 
Because now this has become worthless in his eyes. All these aspirations to chase after dunya become worthless in his eyes. Tanvi Rahmatullahi ka ek malfuz, takabur ka ilaj. One malfuz was Tanvi Rahmatullahi regarding takabur and the treatment of takabur. Irshad for Mike as a Tanat for Mike as a Tanat for Mike as a Tanvi Rahmatullahi for Matehe, takabur Hamesha Beukufoko Hotahe. Tuke Natija Sunne se Pehelehi apne apku nihayat akalman samajnevala Beukufotahe. The Tanvi Rahmatullah is to say that Takabur is a disease of fools. Foolish person has Takabur. That before the end result, he is regarding himself as somebody very great. So a person who regards himself as having gained a very great position before the results have come out, such a person is a fool. Kese koi talib ilm kehde ke me ala nambaro se pas ho gaya or natija abhi suna nahi to is dawa se kya fayda for example some student says i already got a a pass but the, the result has not yet come out he doesn't know what's going to be the outcome so what is the benefit of such a claim isliye abhi duniya mein kya apne ko bada samajhte ho jab maidan e hashar mein tumhari kamyabi aur najat ka faisla suna diya jaye to khush hona aur apne ko bada samajhna so likewise, in dunya, in this world, where can a person claim to be somebody or be thinking that he's something or someone? On the day of Qiyamat, when on the plains of Hashar, the announcement is made that somebody has passed, somebody has now been successful, then must be happy about it, and then a person can regard himself as somebody. That now he has passed, because that pass is now passed. But till that day, when that announcement has not been made to him, what basis does he have to make this kind of claims and feel like this in his, within himself jab apni barai aur buzruki ka khayal dil mein aane lage to foran apne guna yaad kar lo aur nafs se keh do ke nalaik to asal mein ye hai aisi zaleel harkaton mein mubtala hokar bhi apne ko buzruk samajhta hai so he says that when any thought comes in the mind that i am pious I have some good qualities in me and I am somebody immediately bring to mind the weaknesses one has and address the nafs that this is what you are you have these weaknesses in you these sins in you and still you are regarding yourself as pious what foolishness this is
जी महरूमी का सबब बदगुमानी है महफूज दैट अ पर्सन गेट्स डिप्राइव बिकॉज ऑफ बदगुमानी हैविंग इल थॉट्स हैदराबाद में एक साहब ने हजरत वाला की तशरीफ आवरी पर बजाय तारीफ के एतराज किया वेन हजरत वेन टू हैदराबाद ऑन वन ओकेजन सो वन पर्सन ऑब्जेक्टेड अबाउट समथिंग अबाउट हजरत तो दौरान एक गुफ्तगु फरमाया कि बाज लोग कहते हैं कि हमें तो फला बुजुर्ग से कोई फेज नहीं हुआ हमें तो इनमें कोई खास बात नजर नहीं आती सो ज्यूरिंग द कॉज ऑफ वन डिस्कशन हजरत दिन एक्सप्लेन दैट समटाइम्स पीपल से दैट फ्रॉम सर्टन पर्सन पीपल रिगार्ड हिम एज अ वेरी ग्रेट पर्सनैलिटी एक्सेट्रा वट एवर बट आई डिन गेट एनी बेनिफिट आउट ऑफ हिम आई डिन सी एनी थिंग स्पेशल इन हिम पीपल आर टॉकिंग हाईली ऑफ हिम बट आई डोट नो वट दे टॉकिंग अबाउट आई डिन सी एनी थिंग इन हिम तो बात यह है कि उस बुजुर्ग में कोई कमी नहीं है कमी तुम्हारे ही अंदर है एक्सप्लेन दैट पीपल टॉक इन दिस मैनर द रियालिटी इज दैट इज नो डेफिशियंसी इन दैट बुजुर्ग द प्रॉब्लम इज विद इन द विद इन अवर सेल्फ जैसे नल से तो पानी गिर रहा है लेकिन अगर कोई बर्तन अपने मुंह पर ढकन चढ़ा ले तो पानी इसके अंदर कैसे पहुंचेगा जस्ट एज एन एग्जाम्पल फ्रॉम अ थैप द वॉटर इज गशिंग फॉल्स नाउ समबडी दैट कंटेनर दैट ही वॉन्ट टू फुल द वॉटर इन हिज पुट द कंटेनर दे विद द लिड ऑन टू इट सो दैट लिड इज ऑन द कंटेनर हाउ मच वॉटर इज गो इन साइड द वॉटर इज कमिंग फ्रॉम द थैप बट ही इज क्लोज द कंटेनर सो हाउ द वॉटर इज गो गो इन इसी तरह इस अल्लाह वाले का फेस तो जारी है लेकिन तुमने अपने दिल के बर्तन पर तकबर का ढकन चढ़ा रखा है Likewise, that benefit of that Allah Allah that is flowing, but we have closed our hearts and put the lid onto our hearts of takabur. The lid of takabur has come onto our hearts, and as a result, how are we going to benefit the lid of takabur? How? That if I become a talib and stand in front of him and keep my burden in front of him. तो लोग समझेंगे कि ये खाली था जब ही झुका है हम्बल मैनर एंड आई एम गोइंग टू सो टू से बेंड माई कंटेनर अंडर दिस टैप देन पीपल थिंक दिस फॉलो टू हैव नथिंग बाई हिम दस नो बडी सो नाउ दैट तकबर नाउ पीपल थिंक वे यू केम हियर एंड यू कविंग एंड सिटिंग क्वाइटली हियर So as a result, this takabur now, this lid of takabur has come onto the heart. When I mean, this lid of takabur has closed the heart, so now we are going to take anything in. Lihada tum ar ki wajah se apne dil ko iske fuse se paak rakte hai, fuse ke pass rakte nahi. Lihada mahroom ho. As a result, because of this pride, the person doesn't bring his heart close to this cap, so he remains deprived of it. So this is that badgumani that becomes the means of that deprivation. This is one of the key factors that Shaitan uses to deprive a person. Badgumani. Many other things. It takes a long while for Shaitan to get the person caught up in that. 
get him caught up in some sin also, external sin. If a person is generally conscious, careful, it won't be so easy for shaitan to just in a moment drag him to, the, to that sin. But Badgumani, in one fleeting moment, shaitan just whispers something. And now the person entertained that waswasa. He entertained that waswasa, now that starts taking root. Initially it would be light, it would be a passing thought, but now he's entertaining it. Now when he entertains it, he starts giving some thought to it, he starts letting it settle in his heart, that starts taking root. And when something takes root, then it starts growing. If it's something that's planted a rose, took root, then those petals will come up someday. It's a fruit tree, then that fruit will come up someday. And something thorny has taken root, that root of some thorny plant has taken, the weed has taken root, then those thorny trees are going to grow in it. So likewise, this Vaswasa, he allowed this weed of Vaswasa to now take root. So now this thorny and bitter fruit of it is going to come up. So as a result, now this person gets caught up in this Badgumani, and now those thorns are hurting him all the time, time is those thorns of his own Badgumani. That is what's now causing this unease. It's not anything on the other end. It's within himself. Now this shaitan didn't have to drag him anywhere to go get caught up in this. Shaitan just merely put the vaswasa and the rest is carrying on within the person's heart. So this is how dangerous this is. Now when there's a wind, so these seeds just fly and fall anywhere on the ground. So sometimes there's no, nothing of that sort, nothing of that sort in that particular piece of land. But suddenly after a wind, suddenly something is sprouting there. Some weeds are sprouting. Sometimes something beneficial might sprout to you. Some, the right seeds fell there. So shaitan keeps blowing that wind of Vaswasa. So these seeds will fall. It falls on the heart. So it's a need now to constantly keep uprooting it. Now every other day the person gets the gardener to come and weed that lawn. Unweed it. Take all the weeds out. So now the grass is big, fine, everything is fine. He says, no, keep going and checking where the weeds are, keep taking the weeds out. Because otherwise, then it will suddenly start growing. Then it will grow above the grass. So it's a need to keep uprooting those weeds. The wind will keep blowing and those seeds will keep falling. So if a person doesn't take the care to keep uprooting it, in time there will be a jungle. So the uprooting of these aspects is, for example, now if there's Badgumani, some Vaswasa came, so the Vaswasa is not in his control, he's not accountable for it. But immediately he engages his mind correctly. To start off with, on the day of Qiyamah, if I am brought forward to answer for this, to present evidence for this Vaswasa, for this, for this Badgumani, that why did you entertain this Badgumani, do I have the evidence? Can I present the evidence? No, I cannot. So on what basis am I making this badgumani? Make istighfar. Allah forgive me. Forgive him. That has uprooted it. Engaging the mind in that way, that has become the istighfar and toba from that too. And that has uprooted it. Some malice came in the heart. So now immediately that waswasa of malice, that waswasa of jealousy, 
So immediately the person counters it with a positive thought that Ya Allah, this is all your gift to me and to others also. So what basis do I have in my heart to, to harbor any jealousy in my heart of somebody? Ya Allah, you grant more barakah to the person. Now by making dua for him, that little malice came in the heart, so he made dua for the person. Now he's making dua, dua is total well-wishing. So that will now uproot that waswasa that shaitan came and planted. So now each time, it's an ongoing process. That gardener doesn't come one time and then come next year after that. Every other day he's there to come and keep weeding. Not once a year, sorry. So this is an ongoing process. It's not a once-off thing. So this will be something to constantly do. And when a person will keep uprooting it, inshallah his heart will stay clean and safe and it won't become the jungle of all these maladies of the heart. Konsi musibat azab or konsi ni'mat hai? اشارت فرمایا حضرت تانوی رحمت اللہ علیہ فرماتے ہیں کہ جس مصیبت میں اللہ کی طرف رجوع ہو جائے اور گریہ و انابت کی توفیق ہو تو وہ مصیبت نعمت ہے حضرت تانوی رحمت اللہ علیہ states that if some difficulty came but as a result of that difficulty one turned to Allah تعالی and one gained the ability to cry to Allah Ta'ala and beg his help, if that tawfiq was granted to one, then that musibat, that difficulty was in fact ni'mat. If a person was given an injection by the doctor, but that injection suddenly boosted his energy, that injection was painful, but it boosted his energy, so he said, no, it was very good for me. The pain was a little bit of a thing to tolerate now and to bear that pain but so much of benefit out of it so likewise sometimes that outwardly that musibat comes <coughs> so it is a musibat outwardly but in reality it is ni'mat this musibat may Allah Ta'ala se aur wahshat peda ho aur dil khuda se aur ziyada dur hone lage to ye musibat azab hai but if some difficulty comes and a person becomes even more distanced from Allah Ta'ala. His heart is now even more away from Allah Ta'ala. He's now becoming more distanced from Allah Ta'ala. That is definitely azab. That musibat is azab. If it didn't bring him closer to Allah Ta'ala, it's azab. Uski misal isi hai, ke jayse kisi baap ne apne bete ko, jo baap se dur dur rehta hai, kisi hunde se pitwaya, تاکہ پٹ کر یہ میرے پاس بھاگ آئے like for example some son now he became disobedient and he disappeared somewhere the father now he sent some little tough character one tough character to go and go and sort, sort him out a little bit not to not that as if he's coming on behalf of the father but now to do and go and give him a bit of a hiding so now maybe that hiding, he'll just bring him to his senses, he'll come back home. So now this person goes and he gives him that hiding. 
But this fellow, instead of running back home, he catches that hiding and goes, runs away even further away. So that hiding was total hiding for him. That hiding was azab. But if that hiding suddenly brought him to his senses and came back home, now he's going to have all the benefits of home. He was sitting on the street somewhere all this while. And what kind of disgrace he was now undergoing all this while. Now he caught that hiding, but he came back home. That hiding was a great blessing for him. But instead of coming home, he ran away even further. So that was obviously just a punishment for him, nothing else. سید اگر حق تعالیٰ جنت بھی نہ دیتے اور جنت کی حورے بھی نہ دیتے تو بھی ہماری غلامی کا مقتدا یہی تھا کہ ہم ان کی غلامی کرتے اور کہتے کہ اللہ ہم تو آپ کے غلام ہے آپ کی غلامی سے بڑھ کر کوئی نعمت نہیں سپوزنگ اللہ تعالیٰ ہیڈ ناٹ پریپیئر اینی جنت فار ہیز فائی سروینٹس اینڈ دے وڈ ناٹ بی گیون اینی جنت and would not be given the hoods of Jannah to, then to the dictates of our slavery, of being slaves of Allah Ta'ala, is that we continue being in His slavery, and continue worshipping Him and serving Him. And we should be saying to Allah Ta'ala, that Allah, we are your slaves. The greatest bounty for us is to be your slave. Above everything else, your slavery itself is the greatest bounty. That you have made us your slaves. There isn't any bounty greater than this. So, agar che ye naamat abdiyat hi kya kam thi, lekin inka karam par karam hai ke jahoro ka inaam bhi ata farma dete hai. So, this abdiyat, becoming the slaves of Allah Taala, this itself was the greatest bounty that we could have asked for. But this is Allah Taala's grace upon grace, and His special mercy and rahmat. That one is he gives the bounty of abdiyat which is itself such a great blessing and on that blessing Allah Ta'ala then promises Jannat and gives the reward of Jannat. ایک صاحب کو یہ دعا تعلیم فرمائے کہ یا اللہ 
آپ ہمارے گناہوں کو بھی معاف کر دیجئے اور اپنی رحمت سے ہمیں پاک بھی کر دیجئے حضرت ایکسپلین ٹو سم بڑی دیٹ میک دو انس مینا یا اللہ فگیو اوسنس اینڈ آلسو پیوریفائی اس ود یور رحمت حضرت ایکسپلین کیونکہ معافی مانگنے سے گناہ تو معاف ہو گیا لیکن اگر آئندہ گناہوں سے بچنے کی توفیق نہ ہوئی تو پاکی نصیب نہ ہوئی ون از دا پرسن بے توبا اینڈ اف ہیز گوٹ فو گیون بٹ اف ہی ڈیڈ ناٹ گیٹ دا توفیق آف اسٹینگ اوے فرام سنز ان دا فیوچر دین ہی ہیز ان گین پیورٹی ایٹ اس لیے ایسی دعا مانگو کہ معافی بھی سابقہ گناہوں سے ہو جائے اور پاکی بھی مل جائے یعنی طبیعت بھی پاک عطا ہو دے فور دا دعا شوڈ بی دٹ یاد فو گیو اوور پریویس سنز and also grant us this purity also that our tabiyat our nature becomes pure now masalan agar kisi shakhs ko gunah ka taqaza hota hai lekin mujahada se halka melan baqi reh gaya hai khayal aata hai aur ye lahaul par kar mashghool nahi hota to uski tabiyat paak hai lekin jo gunah ka khayal aane se apne ikhtiyar se isme mashghool hua aur dil maza lene lage to uski tabiyat abhi napaak hai iski paaki ke liye dua mangni chahiye Like for example, a person, some desire of sin came in his heart and he, there were some inclinations left. So he did not, that he made mujahada but some inclination got left and he did not recite la hawla wa la quwata illa billah etc. and clean his heart out. So if he does that, then it will become cleansed. But that thought that came and he entertained it. So while he was clean just now, but now he entertained the thought, he started taking that haram pleasure out of it. Now he again went into this impurity. His heart became dirty and unclean. This is what is being referred to, that this dua must be constantly made, that Allah keep us clean, keep us pure from sin. ارشاد فرمایا کہ آج کل آخرت کی یاد دلانے کے لیے ایک عنوان اللہ تعالیٰ نے عطا فرمایا ہے اللہ تعالیٰ گرانٹڈ می ون تھاٹ آف ہاؤ ٹو بی کانشیس آف آخرت دنیا سے مت چپکو ڈونٹ اٹیچ یور ہارٹ ٹو دنیا اپنے گھر سے بھی مت چپکو ڈونٹ اٹیچ یور ہارٹ ٹو یور ہاؤس آلسو کیونکہ اس گھر سے ایک دن آپ کا خروج نہیں ہوگا اخراج ہوگا بکاز ون ڈے You won't leave this house, you'll be taken out. What is a person leaves, meaning voluntarily of his own choice he leaves. One is without his choice, he's made to leave. So one day, a person, is, his janazah is going to come out of that house, he's going to be made to leave. Khuruj to jab ho, jab apni marzi se niklo. 
جب روح کا خروج ہوگا تو گھر والے ہی تم کو گھر سے نکال دیں گے پرسن لیو آؤٹ آف ہز چوائس پر وین دا روح اینڈ سول ہیز لیفٹ ہم دیر از اون ہاؤس پیپل ول ٹیک ہم آؤٹ اس کا نام اخراج ہے خروج اور ہے اخراج اور ہے خروج کے معنی نکلنا اور اخراج کے معنی نکالنا بیوی بچے ہی کہیں گے کہ بابا کو جلدی قبرستان لے جاؤ لہذا دل کسی سے مت لگاؤ پرسن اون فیملی ول ناؤ سے قبرستان کھان کی فیم یار مو سو دے فور ڈونٹ ایکسپٹ یور ہارٹ ٹو اینی تھنگ حکیم الحمد فرماتے ہیں کہ اعضاء کی غذا اللہ نے الگ رکھی ہے کان کی غذا اچھی آواز ہے آنکھ کی غذا اچھے نظارے ہے زبان کی غذا ذائقے اور ذائقے دار کھانے ہے ناک کی غذا خوشبو ہے اور دل کی غذا محبت ہے تھانوی رحمت اللہ ایکسپلین ایوری لمب ہیز اٹس اون نریشمنٹ دا نریشمنٹ آف دا ایئرز از ٹو لسن ٹو گڈ ساؤنڈس آبویسلی وہ اللہ تعالیٰ حلال دیٹ نریشز دا ایئرز دا نریشمنٹ آف دا آئی از ٹو سی سم تھنگ گڈ پلیزنگ آبویسلی ود ان دا لمبس آف شریعت دا نریشمنٹ آف دا تنگ از ٹو ہیو سم تھنگ ٹیسٹی آن اٹ سم ڈیلیشیس فوڈ ایکسیٹرا The nourishment of the nose is to smell good fragrances and the nourishment of the heart is muhabbat. That is what nourishes the heart. Muhabbat. Ghiza naqis hogi, the sihat kharaab ho jayegi. So as far as nourishment is concerned, nourishment of the body, nourishment of the stomach, etc. or whatever, if that nourishment is deficient, is not of the right quality, then the nourishment is deficient, then a person's health will suffer. He has to have the right nourishment to have full health. But he has the wrong nourishment or incorrect nourishment, his health will suffer. Isi tarah agar naqis mahboob se dil lagaoge, to dil ki sihat kharaab ho jayegi. Now the nourishment of the heart is muhabbat. But now he went and attached his heart to a naqis mahboob. He made something deficient his mahboob, his beloved. So the health of the heart is going to suffer. Because now it's, that's not the true nourishment. It's muhabbat but of a spoiled kind. Something that's gone off. Dil bechen rahega. The heart will remain constantly restless. Or sare alam ke mahabub naqis hai. So all these beloveds of dunya are all totally deficient. Kyunke in sab ko maut aani hai. All, them, all of these are going to die one day. Bimari aani hai. They're going to get sick. Jab bimari aati hai, to husn ka geografiya kharab ho jata hai. Aur yeh sab naqis mahboob hai. When a person gets sick, all that beauty etc. also all gets faded away. So all this is very very perishable. Bas halal ki biwi se guzara kar lo. Jais karobar, makan, maabab, biwi, bachche in sab se. To Allah ke liye mohabbat karo. Therefore, Be content on the halal wife Allah has blessed you with. Likewise, the permissible business, home, likewise your parents, family. For the sake of Allah Ta'ala, you keep muhabbat with them. Lekin Allah ki muhabbat ko sab par ghalib rakho. But the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala must be dominant over everyone. Dunya ke se dil ko kaatne ka hukam nahi hai. Bas dunya ki muhabbat par Allah Ta'ala ki muhabbat ko ghalib rakhne ka hukam hai. We haven't been commanded to detach ourselves from all these things that are close to us. What we have been commanded is 
that Allah Ta'ala's muhabbat must be dominant. That is what is required. بس دنیا کی محبت پر اللہ کی محبت کو غالب رکھنے کا حکم ہے جیسے کشتی کے لیے پانی ضروری ہے مگر پانی نیچے رہے اور کشتی پانی کے اوپر رہے اگر پانی کشتی میں داخل ہو جائے تو کشتی ڈوب جائے گی اسی طرح دنیا تو رکھو مکان بھی ضروری ہے کپڑا بھی ضروری کھانا بھی مگر ان سب کو دل کے باہر رکھو کاروبار بھی دل کے باہر اور کار بھی دل کے باہر دل میز بس یار ہو So it says like a ship, it needs the water to sail, but the water must stay outside the ship, stay under it. The ship will sail then on the water safely. But if that same water comes into the ship, it will sink it. So likewise, the muhabbat of things should stay outside. Person, whatever Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with, there will be some attachment to it, but that attachment must be at arm's length. And In his heart must be the love of Allah Ta'ala. The Urdu rhyming as it says, Karobar, Karobar means business. Karobar bhi ho, or kar bhi ho. That Karobar and kar, but all this must be bahar, outside. So Karobar also outside, and kar bhi outside. Inside is yar. Yar means Allah Ta'ala, the beloved. So inside the heart, Allah Ta'ala's muhabbat. Everything else, outside. Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala make our hearts, true hearts, hearts that are filled with His muhabbat. Allah Ta'ala grant us a tawfiq of continuously remembering Him and getting closer to Him at every step. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Subhanallah alhamdulillahi subhanallah.